Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 65, and today we're going to be reviewing The Vitchel... The Vitchels. The Mitchells <laughs> versus The Machines and the Synchronic. Our brains are a little pickled this morning. Just a little bit. <laughs> no taxes were done last night. Uh, yeah, we got a big. Uh, we got a big few days coming up. We have your birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Jacob and Josh. Tomorrow will be May third. This will be out. Birthday will already have passed by the time this comes out. And then we have May the fourth. May the fourth be, 4th with, be you. with you. So. And then we have Cinco de Mayo. All in a row. And Banger. Banger week. I'm getting my license renewed that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun day. That was a, so I'm gonna have an expired license for like two days. Rebel. Without a cause. <laughs> so what's new? How are you guys doing? I'm sleepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little tired? Yeah. Head's a little... little I'm fine. Pounding that. a little bit. I'm hungry, too. Should have so, ordered food. Yeah. Regulars. Did you guys eat breakfast like two hours ago? Three hours um, ago? No. We ate it at breakfast time. <laughs> it was like 9.30. Oh. Yeah. So it's like So it's lunchtime yeah. now. <laughs> Is that how it works? <clears throat> yep. Okay. Yeah, so the crew went out last night together to celebrate. Hit up Beer Fest. We could talk about Beer Fest a little bit. We did. My first Southern one, Michigan actually. Winter Beer Festival in May. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jacob and I's first one. Um, it was all right. It's an experience. Yeah. I, I guess we got what to I try was a expect- lot of different beers. Yeah, I just what I was expecting was more like kind of like I think the um, Art and Wine Festival is better. It's w- oh yeah, definitely. They just have like more of local breweries around and stuff. And this was all literally just big breweries. I mean, there's some local ones too, but a lot of big ones that just brought their merchandise and cracked open cans of what yeah. they had and poured it for <laughs> they you. They just went to like super liquor really quick. Yeah. Go bought some cans and they're like, <laughs> we should have just started our own just for you. Yeah, exactly. One token, please. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was good. I mean, we went for stuff that we didn't have or, most of the stuff we haven't tried, uh, higher ABV stuff, and found a couple that, you know, I would be like, yeah, I'll go out and buy that. Yeah, I can't wait to try this cold. Yeah, <laughs> a six-pack of this cold. Yeah, exactly. And we drank 40 to 50 ounces of beer in an hour and a half mm-hmm. and left. <laughs> we did, didn't we? Yep. Damn, I didn't. when you say it like that, that is a lot of beer. <laughs> 40, 50 ounces. Got a little hazy by the end of the <laughs> night. Of what? And after the first beer we drank, we I think every beer was six six or six seven and higher. Yeah, there was oh, yeah. no beer that was under that after the first one. So yeah, started out light. Yeah, we started out. What was and that? Four eight. Full throttle neon for the daydream. Next, oh yeah, neon twelve daydream, hours yeah, from Deschutes. Yeah, so that was fun, and then uh, just hit up the bars and. Tore it up two, to town. Two bars. <laughs> we, only went, we only went to two. Town bar and town night bar and nightlight. Yeah, That's all we shit. did. I mean, we walked Kyle through, walked through Dirty, Dirty Bird, Bird like every time. We went back to nightlight, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. And they were yelling at us like... I don't remember leaving. To get out. I remember yeah. that. I don't remember leaving town bar at all. I don't remember you leaving either. So maybe I went back to nightlight. I don't rem- recall that. No, I don't think you did. I think after Town Bar, you had left. Because I didn't see you at Nightlight again when I we were there. I literally don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I just was at my apartment. And then I heard you guys come in. 
So all that being said, uh, hopefully we will not be too zombified for this episode. Mm. Hopefully we can keep it together. Um, we got a beer. We have to get it, though. We do have a beer. Beer wench. And here we go again. More yeah. beer. <laughs> Double fisting, baby. Three quarters. Yeah. We did wake up, had a nice brunch, had a beer mosa. <laughs> Is that what you A little hair of the dog. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was good. We fucked up a little bit, though, because I wanted the Bloody Mary. Ugh. Yeah, that looked so good after. Bloody? Ugh. Mm. Hey, what is the difference between a Bloody Mary and a Caesar? There's beer in a Caesar, right? I mean... The base is different. Yeah. The main base is different. Similar, but different. Same, same, but different, different. Same, same, different. <laughs> it's it has Clamato. <laughs> it has Clamato in it. Instead of just... Clam- Juice. Yeah, instead of just tomato juice. Mar- the fact that people drink clam juice is disgusting. I like Caesars. Ugh. <laughs> All that shit's disgusting. I love Bloody Marys actually, and it's you been might like um, forever. People, you're I've putting vodka in tomato juice. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. And it tastes so good. Though. So good. Oh, I hate <laughs> it's the it. only way I like vodka. <laughs> Bull, uh, with Red Bull. Ill. What do you mean ill? Had a couple of those. I don't last even like. Night. Did we? Did I drink one? I don't know. I don't know. You were uh, mad at me because I ordered one and I didn't order you one. I don't remember a single drink I had at Town Bar, if I did. I told you. I did pay, though. I just saw my credit card statement. <laughs> <laughs> I paid $5. So Oof. For something. PBR. Got I don't back. remember <laughs> drinking anything there. That yeah, been, we did drink PBR. Yeah, we like did at Town Bar. Two. And yeah, two so apparently I had two PBRs. Don't remember the second one. <laughs> Well, speaking of beer, <laughs> what do we got? We have Cerveza de Lago, a Mexican lager. I figured I'd get this because Cinco de Mile is around the corner. This will probably what come out that? on Cinco de Beer Mile. of the Lake, is that what it is? Sure. <laughs> well, it's from Big Lake Brewing, so that would make sense. Oh. Well, there um, you go. And here we, here's a big description here. Crisp, clean, refreshing Mexican lager. <laughs> a crisp, clean, and well-balanced Mexican lager. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's all we got, people. But not gonna be a lot to go into no. on this one. We've had Big Lake before. Uh, it's oh yeah, a Mexican lager. I Muskegon? mean, it's pretty Holland. Holland. Pretty um, basic flavor profile. It's gonna taste like a Mexican lager. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, a good one. So yeah. let's try it. <laughs> Jacob always. Did you hear that? <laughs> How do you always have the <laughs> the defective cans? Yeah. <laughs> I felt the breeze. Hmm. I don't Crisp, know. clean, refreshing Mexican lager. <laughs> well balanced. It is. <laughs> it's very light. Extremely mm-hmm. light. But it's five seven. Not as light, I was going to say, it's not as light as, like, we've had lighter beers. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't taste as light as... There's, like, no finish. Corona or whatever. Like, I don't no. even drink, I, I, it doesn't even taste like I have beer in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I could taste it. I think... It, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Can I taste? Is <laughs> my taste still here? It does. It's like, I don't know if I taste <laughs> or not. I mean, I mean it's you're saying, like, it doesn't you do have a finish. I know what you're saying, it but, does. like... 
I can taste. I like have a little bit of a bitter kick at the end of my back mm-hmm. of my tongue. I, I, yeah, I t- yeah, same. It's not though. the best beer we've had. No, I that aftertaste is like kind of weird. The more it's almost like the more I drink it, the more I feel it and dislike it. But because <laughs> yeah. it's coating your tongue. Yeah, but initial drinks are good. It's slammable. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I could chug that. We're well, gonna have to. It's <laughs> just that. It's just that extra. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever that. Yeah, extra. it's got something weird going on at the end. Cool candle or candle art. Cool can candle art. I, I love the sugar skull. Yeah, yeah, art like this. When I was in Mexico, they had um, they had these skulls like hand painted a, a ton of them, and then they someone did uh, like every NFL team. Oh, like in the st- in this style. You should get that on cool. your on your other thigh. Yeah, <laughs> pretty dope. And they're like, why'd you get that? That really speaks to my Mexican heritage. <laughs> they're like, why'd you get that? I had a beer this one time <laughs> recording a podcast. Like drink the enough ca- of those. Then like the candle. I will. All right. Are we ready to move on? Sure. <laughs> Jacob looks. I mean, the, uh, did that have the IBUs on it by any chance? Oh, I didn't even look. The IBUs. We uh, said 14. We said five, seven. Is it really 14? Yeah. Hmm. I think it's. Tastes a little more bitter than that. Maybe it's just that, like I said, that aftertaste. But it's not. It's not bitter. But that felt good. Well, cool. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. <laughs> All right, let's get into our first featured <laughs> review, which is going to be the Mitchells versus the Machines. The Mitchells versus the Machines was written by Michael Rianda and Jeff Rowe. It is directed by Michael Rianda and Jeff Rowe. Stars Abby Jacobson, Dana McBride, Maya Rudolph, Eric Andre, Olivia Coleman. Uh, oh, Michael Rianda, yeah, that was the voice of Aaron, yeah. which is what I was saying. It's like I think he's one of the writers, also the director. Uh, Fred Armisen, Beck Bennett, a few other people. Uh, plot synopsis reads. A quirky, dysfunctional family's road trip is upended when they find themselves in the middle of the robot apocalypse and suddenly become humanity's unlikeliest last hope. Let's take a listen to a clip. Brother, we should go. No, I order you to stop. Okay. Uh, we are just stopping because we chose to. No, we're not. We are humans. We are. For example, we consume food in the traditional human manner. Observe. Yum, yum, good. Yum, yum, good. See? All right, what did you guys think of The Mitchells versus The Machines? I liked it. There it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. I literally had no idea what to expect going into it. I didn't look at a trailer or anything for this. I had no idea. Didn't even know it was a kid's movie. Well, <laughs> so earlier. I should say, too, that this is produced by not kids, my animated uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. And I think you can kind of feel that. And it's uh, done by Sony and has a lot of the same, I guess, animation quirks style that um, was used in Into the Spider-Verse. Not done in the same style because that was like very comic-y. And this is like, I don't know, it's a weird cross between. It's like almost done. It's done in the style like to look like a internet video, right? Like a YouTube video, like with all of the mm. animations and yeah, it reminded, you know stuff. what those remind me of, uh, 
Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Had a lot of those popping mm-hmm. up. Yeah, because like even though it was an animated movie, there were there were like hand drawn things coming yep. in. So it's almost like the same, a live action with animation coming into it. It's the same like this is animation with worse animation trickling. It was in. like three D yeah. with two D. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So all I that being you. said, good. Yeah, I thought I loved the style of it, and because of the those like almost cuts and quick changes the pace kept it felt pretty quick throughout it even though it is almost two hours long mm-hmm. went right along at a good clip for me uh, except the end kind of screeched to a halt for me <laughs> but most of it was just you know pushing through it doesn't do anything special with the story i mean but it serves it well and it was interesting and mostly I just I thought it was actually one of the funnier movies I've maybe seen this year, actually. Laughed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was it was very good animation wise. It was, you know, top notch. Which you yeah, kind of expect cool. it for like we we said it was the same studio that did the um into the Spider Verse, so you're kind of expecting, you know, higher level animation and it definitely hit you know, hit that. Um very funny. We laughed a lot during it. Very, very uh, quirky. A lot of a lot of one-liners, um, but I do I do agree that um, the ending was a little. I think it overstayed its welcome. I don't think it screeched to a halt for me. It I just felt like pacing. it kept yeah. and it like it had like three different end. endings. Yeah, <laughs> and it just didn't end. It like, like when it started getting to that, like I don't want to. <laughs> is it that is spoiler to say the scrapbook? When it did that, I thought that was the end. And me too. But yeah, then it yeah. started another scene. I'm like, oh, that's not the end. And then yeah, like that, another I scene. I'm like, okay, that. where is the is mm-hmm. how does it end? It's like they didn't want it to end. Right. But uh, yeah, very good. I think it did date itself a lot though. There was a lot of kind of cringy internet tropes that kinda you know, got thrown in, which kinda felt like I said a little cringy or like I don't know, it was kinda a little much. Um, but overall, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it works as a, as just like a kind of like a kids movie comedy. And I do think I agree. It's like it's already aged. I think this is was like an idea that was come up with. I don't know. Like it feels like 10 years old, mm-hmm. like this idea, like when smartphones became super, super prevalent and super advanced. Um, and the messages to like you know technology is bad or if you know if you rely too much on technology it's bad like a lot of that stuff is just like feels kind of old already Mm -hmm. and the stuff the internet humor that they use you know cat videos and stuff like that that's all like super old (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah some of those some of that stuff doesn't hit i mean in terms of comedy they take a lot of swings like a lot like every line like yeah almost (laughs) everything is meant to have no punchline exactly yeah. there's nothing that gets by without like some kind of gag or punchline or just even like a little like quip you know it's nothing can be totally serious in this movie uh which is fine i think that's the style that they're going for and for the most part that that really works there's just because there's so many swings um there's a lot of like eye-rollingly bad stuff also and you know like i said it's in line with the kids movie but they're obviously aiming for to hit both demographics 
older people and younger people. So that being said, you know, it was funny. We did, we were laughing a lot, but, um, with that, there's also the bad jokes too. And, um, yeah, I thought it was paced pretty fine and it went by quick. It didn't feel like two hours. It was shorter than that anyway, probably, probably like 150 with credits. Um, but yeah, I wasn't, you know, bored or anything. Uh, uh. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. <laughs> I, That's all I got for general. Yeah. I liked the graininess of, it was weird. They put like a film grain on it throughout. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? No. Really? I noticed it. Yeah. The, uh, so the animation, which is, you know, very interesting, just all the visual style that they use, like certain objects look different than others like everything is almost like Mm -hmm. animated differently it has a different texture to it yeah right so like the robots look you know very cartoony like the car looks almost photorealistic yeah yeah a lot of the backgrounds look more photorealistic too yeah but like characters were not yeah i love the visuals of this yeah i like the 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 whole 80s like aesthetic was really cool you could call it Wingardian. Yeah. Wind, Wind Guardian. Wingardian. Wingardian. Ask. No, just Guardian. <laughs> if Adam Wingard was going to do a cartoon or uh, animated animated film, film, this would be it. This is him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of uh, the music was great. Um, a lot of synth stuff. Sound like Stranger Things. Yep. We're commenting on that. How that's also a little Wingardian. The mm-hmm. uh, the all of the elements surrounding. The technology and it's called PAL, a company in this, uh, which is supposed to be like a cross between Amazon and Apple, Apple and yeah. maybe something else. Google. Google, sure. Um, big tech. Yeah, yeah, just a representation of big tech. Um, obviously, they borrowed a lot of the logo from Amazon, the 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 CEO talks from Apple, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the quote unquote Siri in this movie. But uh, all of that stuff was like super... Uh, neon and you know vibrant colors and stuff like that um, Pretty. yeah and I think I don't know if it's it's probably a lot of the stuff like the dad is more outdoorsy right so it's that's supposed to be like a juxtaposition with mm-hmm. the colors of the technology and which they're from Michigan yeah which is <laughs> kind of yeah, weird we found that out yeah yeah they show their licenses <laughs> I was gonna say something oh <laughs> You could definitely tell the studio was was the into the Spider Verse when it like hit some of the action scenes toward the end, like the color gradient and the way that things were shaded and like um all of that just kind of, like definitely felt like the same kind of universe as into the Spider Verse. Yeah, um, it's just that in the the comedy too, like. Just how it goes, it's hard to describe, but it's like super manic, high energy, like everything. Like, you know, there will be like a freeze frame and then it'll be like the, the, what's his name? The Rick, Rick, what's the dad? What are the last names? Mitchell. Yeah. Rick Mitchell special. The name <laughs> Literally of the, the name of the oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> I told you, he's gave uh, forewarning at the beginning Rick, of this episode. It's Rick not Machine. Gonna, Rick it's Machine. It's not going to be good. Oh, brains are hurting. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Rick Mitchell special, you know, that would flash up there. Like, it's just that that comedy style of, like, super quick, high energy. Um, well, it made it more YouTube-like, right? Mm-hmm. 
because it's always the jump cuts, you know, it's like boom, boom, boom. I think it's it kept like, it interesting too, though. Yeah. It helped with the pacing a lot. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was at like a breakneck pace. It was. Yeah, it was cr- well, start but to finish. It was like, yeah, boom, 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 because boom, of all the cuts and everything, it just made it feel so fast, even though it obviously it wasn't that fast. I mean, and it followed all the, you know, beats and stuff you would get out of this normal, this type of you know, movie, right? It's like, you know, the start and then you have the sad part that has to be in there and then mm-hmm. yeah it's very cliche in yeah. that regard like the story is you know the father and daughter or just the family really you know getting closer and you know bonding and that i think that's what hurt it the most for me is like the moments that we're supposed to like hit i mean even those kind of cliche they could still you know make me feel a little sad or like it you know like oh maybe i'm gonna tear up a little bit i did not feel that at all really i got that oh i didn't at all in this movie like i felt some emotion there was i think there was some successful parts i know what you're saying it's the, the all of it definitely isn't successful but like the one moment i'm trying to remember that i felt it the most like i guess probably the dad watching like the home videos yep the home videos that's um, what I was gonna say. yeah going back that was probably like the most successful where I felt something. But yeah, there are other moments that are really going for it that don't hit as much. Yeah. Usually it's pretty easy for me, but I did not. Oh, for get, you? I was yeah. Say, pretty I didn't easy get that. overall. I don't know. For an animated movie, I guess, yeah. Like, it's not like Pixar's Lion kind King. Of like, yeah. Making you like. Toy Story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it tried to do those moments, but they just didn't hit very well for me. But Yeah. Like any of the touching moments because they were always like, I don't know if it was the joking moments. There were so many of those that. Yeah. I mean, it it's hard took to away be the power of those like moments. Constantly comedic. Like, yeah, it's not really it's it's everything. Like we said, there's so many swings, so many attempts at humor that. Yeah, I guess those those emotional moments are kind of weakened by that. Like the characters. Almost feel less, less. um empathetic or you can't attach to them as easily because of how they are right like they are so over the top like yeah. everything in this movie is over the top like i mean look at the end what happens like it gets crazy <laughs> just like with the action and stuff and what they're capable of right yeah that's what confused me too because yeah the, you can't relate to them right yeah they're relatable that's I, I thought, the word i was looking for. <laughs> like you a lot of times in these I know it's animated, right? So it doesn't have to be realistic at all in any way, but at the same time, they're supposed to be like this just normal, relatable family that got thrust into this adventure. And then all of a sudden by the end of it, not even by the end of it, just they're always I mean, even when they were trying to act like uh their neighbors and they're like butterfly. Yeah. And they were like so <laughs> clumsy and terrible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just all amazing fighters. <laughs> and I get it. Like, it's not that much of a knock. It's a, I mean, it's animated. But at the same time, it just kind of seemed abrupt. Well, yeah, because they introduce like, a new robot, a, a bigger threat. And it they introduce it like it's fucking going to be impossible to stop. Right. Yeah. And then they kind of just stop right away so easily <laughs> yeah it's like why they even sneak in you know why they do any of you know stuff like that when they could just they're all amazing at fighting <laughs> especially yeah. the mom like that moment i thought it was supposed to be like you know the mom the mama tiger so mama bear mm-hmm. you know getting that extra strength <laughs> 
But it was like, okay, but she's just this amazing fighter. And it was funny, but yeah, it just seemed weird because when they were in the mall, for example, like the thing fell down and it felt more realistic. Like that mall scene in general felt more realistic as like a fight scene, right? Mm-hmm. And that they were clumsy. They kept messing up. against appliances and Furbies. Like, yeah. it's just more, yeah, it's it more makes realistic. Sense. It feels like they're, yeah, more realistic, as realistic as it could be. Right. Versus... The ending part is doesn't at really all like it's just way over the top, yeah. but it is. I yeah, it's like, I, I didn't like. You know, I wasn't gonna. It's like, and now it's a two star. That's unrealistic. A plot hole. <laughs> I don't care. But, but like, I I I feel what you're saying, and the only thing that makes that like not as much of a knock is because a lot of the movie is so. I don't think it's going for that. It's not going for this realistic tone. It's not going for yeah you know, this ending that's supposed to make a lot of sense. Like it just kind of fits in the movie, even though it does feel like you said, abrupt and just like a, a more of a plot convenience than anything to get them out of this situation. Yeah. But it's, you know, fine. Yeah. Cause I mean, they don't do anything with their plan and like, I don't know. They didn't, they get captured and then all the, you know, all that. And then now they just can fucking fight like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of them, like the, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it was cool looking though. It's the great, fights were cool. Looking, yeah, yeah, they did. You know that there was some cool action and um, interesting stuff that they did for sure. Um, what else? <laughs> Anything else to say? It's kind of hard. It's you know, if there's like there wasn't because it's animated and like I said, the tone that it establishes some of the problems. Like I said, you kind of just roll with. Like they mm-hmm. become not as problematic, so it's like, you know, yeah, it's not even worth bringing up. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's trying to be like soul. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's exactly. not trying to. S- well, I guess there's some like, some kind of like, um, LGB kind of um, tone here because she's like a lesbian. Katie is. What? So I did not even maybe. know that. <laughs> No, I, thought they, I thought they, I thought that they were going to tie that in at the end. They but. did. They talked. She said, "What well, Jade? Are you guys going steady?" So I, I totally missed that. Missed that. Oh, yeah. I knew that was going to come in. I knew that like they were going to be together. Yeah, but they were dating. Yeah. Huh. Her mom faced when they did the webcam. Yeah. In college, she said, "Are you guys huh. like going steady or something?" She said. So I guess it, it means at this point I, I like don't care so much that I don't even realize it has been, that shows how much we've grown. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even notice that. <laughs> I mean, you could kind of get the tone of that. I know, but I feel like it wasn't really a thing that was pushed throughout. The I don't think it was pushed, but it was movie. undertones. For I sure. thought it was obvious because when they were when she was like FaceTiming and like wanting to go to school, she kept mentioning her like, I don't know if it was. I thought she was just excited <laughs> to maybe have not. friends well, for yeah. once. Maybe not obvious. So like I guess, I guess that's just where totally my mind went. Like I that. just guessed that was going to happen. It might not have been obvious in the movie, but yeah. Either way, um, I totally missed. That. <laughs> what did you think about the top, like her? I mean, it makes sense with the whole plot of the movie, but you know, going to film school, just that film tie-in within the movie itself mm-hmm. feels like a like a film, you know, someone who loves film, putting that, putting that into the story. Not, it was not a problem, but like, I don't know, I liked that stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Even though it's... I like the her movies. <laughs> yeah, some of the movies. Dog it reminds cat. me of um, the movies in... Did you ever see the Meyerowitz stories? Uh, who? The Meyerowitz stories? Mm-mm. Oh, the movies that like the daughter makes in that? Well, you haven't seen it, so... <laughs> No. Never mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> still don't know it. Have you seen those? No. You know the ones like that? <laughs> still no. don't. Still haven't seen them. <laughs> still no. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, anything else to say on the Mitchells versus the Machines? Watch no. it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Netflix. Not just for Did we kids. say that? Netflix original? Yep. Yeah. Both so. movies that we're reviewing today actually are available on Netflix right now. So go watch them. Agreed. Okay, well let's uh let's rate this. All right, I gave well I didn't, but I'm giving this movie a four. I also gave it a four. I'm probably also a four, maybe a light four, but yeah, I was like, because obviously it's not like a four and a half. It doesn't try to do too much. Doesn't need to, but every it sets its tone and what it wants to do, and it does that very well. And like we're talking animation wise, like we said, yeah, the animation is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has a lot going for it, not a lot going against Hel- it. Very funny. Yeah, I would say like my main problems is the the uh, attempts at comedy that don't work. Which I'm not gonna say there's a lot, but they do make a lot of attempts. Um, but even then, I, I'm less I'm forgiving on those because I think those would work for, for kids, kids. Yeah, right. So, uh, and then the ending, you just. Everything. Yeah, the multiple ending, the multiple ending, endings, ending. the <laughs> the climax ending, how like unrealistic is but like i said it's forgivable because it's go it's not setting it's not going for that tone so yeah it's they these knocks become almost like nitpicks just with how the movie establishes itself mm-hmm. yeah exactly all right we can get into uh synchronic now i know you guys are a little bit removed from this so yeah, hopefully, gonna, yeah. hopefully you have something <laughs> to say still well we, we, yeah. we can once you start talking about it okay um, you're gonna yeah, I'll to, do my you're best. You're going to kind of start the conversation. I have notes. All right. So Synchronic is uh, a Benson and Moorhead movie. So it is written by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Uh, Aaron Moorhead uh, directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. It stars Anthony Mackie, Jamie Dornan, um, and Ali Ioannidis. Plot synopsis reads, two New Orleans paramedics' lives are ripped apart after they encounter a series of horrific horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre otherworldly effects. Let's take a listen to a clip. I make synthetic drugs. Um, what I would do is uh, create new drugs very similar to illegal drugs, but the molecules just different enough to be legal. I know what designer drugs are. The FDA finally cracked down on every variant we could come up with, so we rushed out to market with what was meant to be a DMT-like drug that we synthesized from a red flower that only grows in a very isolated region of the, the, the California desert. Can I use the back of this? All right, what did you guys think of Synchronic? Pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, do you want me to start? I mean, I can. Or can you? Yeah, I, I can think I can start and get my general impressions. Of sure, keep it brief, and then we'll get into it. Uh, you might want to. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it pretty brief for this, and then kind of just go into a spoiler discussion because yeah, there's going to be a lot of spoilers heavy, yeah. for this movie. The way it started and the it for one, it looked pretty good. I the style was interesting. A lot of long like one shot takes, especially in the house, like in the beginning where it mm-hmm. moves like through. 
liked that. And it just had this tone, right? This feeling of kind of this mysterious feeling like what's happening, what's happening, especially the intro intro. Almost horror-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was probably horror. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I, it's pretty violent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say more like sci-fi thriller, sci-fi yeah. thriller than horror, but it did have, I think it had a horror yeah. vibe, I guess. But I like that mysteriousness. I wish the main, you know, what the drug, right? <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Say the drug causes this. It's just kind of, I don't know, convenient. It's like a weak. It's like they try to make it sound like how it works, but the conveniences that go to it just doesn't work very well for me. <laughs> once it, especially once it gets going, you know, with what the problem he has and that just works perfectly. So uh-huh. he has that, the pituitary gland, no, pineal. the pineal, pineal gland. gland. Yeah. The pineal gland. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I kept, they kept saying pineal and I was like, isn't it? Pine- it's pineal. pineal. Is it pineal? Yeah. Okay. I figured, I mean, I'm assuming that, I mean, yeah, they have to get that correct if they're in pineal. the movie, but I thought well, it was too. I was like, I've always heard it the other way around. I do have something they did get wrong though with the, it, cause I don't know when this took place. Maybe it took place years ago, but they've already uh, after post Katrina or it's either current day between Katrina and current day. <laughs> it's okay, so maybe it's realistic. Now. It's just the way drugs work, you know, adding one change to a drug to make it into something else that now it's legal because that's different drug now. You can't do that anymore. There's a reason synthetic weed and all those are gone now because you outlaw the ph- pharmacophore, it's called, which is the base structure of it. So it doesn't matter if you make one change to it. If that's there at all, it's illegal. From what I from what I understood, it's either like in the near future or in an alternate future or in an alternate present. Yeah, it didn't feel. I don't know. It felt. Yeah, it felt weird. The time they like and set everything. it in a plate or like they set it in a time where, like with the drugs and stuff, that's like everything is different. Kind of like the laws and stuff. I don't know. It felt. Like not well, it used to be that way. Like, that's why you could get synthetic weed, because they would just make one change. People would buy that, like bath salts, all those. And then they would make that illegal. They would make one change to the structure. Now it's a different drug. You didn't make that drug's not illegal now. So then you sell that drug, and then they make that illegal. And then you make one change to it. Now it's a different drug, so you can sell it. But that's been a while now that you can't do that anymore. Anyway, not <laughs> I digress. It's just it it's kind of a weak I don't know how else to put it. It's just the main thing that causes everything that's happening mm-hmm. is kind of weak. It just feels so not well thought out. It's just like and this happened, you know, <laughs> with the doctor, the pharmacophore, just and what actually happens. I like what happens. It's interesting. I like the way it looks. I like that mysterious feeling of it, but it's just kind of a very weak. I feel like you could have thought of a more interesting way to get to what happened, right? It didn't have to be a drug or something. It could, or you could have explained it better. Just mm-hmm. it seemed convenient. It's like, oh, I wonder. It just happens to be this exact clan that this guy happens to have this exact thing that can cause this him to be able to do the exact thing that it needs to do. It's just so convenient. For that sake, I didn't 
like that. That was my biggest problem with it. That that alone would be what one in a million, and then the odds of the far, the guy that created the drug being in the same store at the same exact time as him. Yeah, at, l- overhearing him buy, buying up all. The exactly, drugs. it's just so. Oh yeah, convenient. He's like, oh, I've been traveling across the country buying it all out. Oh, and you're just in this store at the exact time. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and. It's just, yeah, very convenient. I have no other way to say it. Just, mm-hmm. It was very pushed to make the story versus just feeling like it just naturally unfurled for yes. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I agree with that. Um, and that's obviously a, a pretty big knock. I yeah, mean, that's what hurt it. The whole, I mean, the whole premise of it kind of like it's pretty dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. But. I, I love, so I'm a huge, I like Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. They did um, Endless, which I think is a, a, much, is a better movie than this. Um, but you def, they definitely have a style to them, um, and it, this falls in line with their style. Um, also, um, Aaron Moorhead actually is a director and the cinematographer um, for all the, both films that they did. So that that's kind of cool. It just gives you that like very tight-knit style where he can he you know they can they can write a script they can direct it and make it look how they want to because they're filming it themselves you right know, so they have the total creative yeah control. they have all of the control so um but yeah it's just kind of like you said it's kind of convenient i don't really like anthony mackie as a as an actor period i don't think he's very good yeah he is kind of weak <laughs> and like i don't know he's why better, he keeps like, getting these support, huge roles know. I mean, he's got these pretty big roles now, and I don't know, I don't know what people see in him. I also don't think um, James or Jamie, Jamie Dornan Norman. is very good either. Um, he's well known for the Fifty Shades of Grey. Probably um, better. Series. I've never seen those, but probably better in this. Like, oh, there yeah, is I mean, some ability on display here. Oh yeah, there's ability. I I don't think Anthony Mackie is very strong at all, and I don't even think that if you if you had a script that was like even tailored to him it would like he could do it any better than what he does falcon I winter soldier you haven't watched it yet that's literally care. written for him <laughs> i don't i mean you know like it's i don't know i just don't think he's that strong of it as a um actor like i said jamie Dorn, dornan is okay so like the acting was fine um but yeah just the whole kind of premise and plot just was kind of dumb <laughs> not dumb but easy and convenient and like if you if you know if you've watched endless by them it's like vastly like way better than this like as a story as it mm-hmm. as like polished maybe not because it's old i mean this like was like their second film i think this is like their third i think third and this is the biggest budget also yeah um but i think endless was a much better movie and the plot was it was very um, cerebral and very um, thought driven. Where this one just kind of felt try hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if try hard is what I'm thinking of, but I, very. I feel like it wanted to be that, l- like yeah. laid out. Yeah. Going it wanted that, to be very mysterious, very yeah, just conceptual. You know, high concept, it but could, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't because yeah. because you. It's like can't happen. You know, like it just, you can't, you can't buy into it because you're like, there's, this would never happen. Yeah. It just seems, and it's tried to be too like, far-fetched. Right? And sometimes it was like grounded, but then you would like, you know, yeah. like they took this drug and it was like, 
rules didn't apply anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I like to think of it so um, interstellar, right? A black hole can cause that's something you can buy into, right? That yeah. causes you to change reality. Have you seen The Endless? No. So, I mean, in that movie, it's very like never could happen either. But the but, difference yeah. is like I feel like they leave it in like a almost like a shroud of mystery. So it's like you don't the less you explain, the more believable it is uh-huh. because of how just like weird and obscure it is, like what's actually happening, like the time bubbles and stuff. Um, whereas this, it's like Anthony Mackie does this and then fucking pulls out a whiteboard and is like, I'm going to write down the I rules. <laughs> like that ruins all of the Breaks illusion. the and, whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Like I get like why he's doing it. He's trying to figure this out like t- for himself, but I don't know, just like breaking that like mystery and like they they do it to move the plot along, which is what goes back to what you were saying is I feel like it was for a lot of the stuff was forced into to make this story happen rather than it just feeling like a naturally occurring story. Right. Exactly. It's like they need to help <laughs> hold our hand like, the whole time. Yeah, like exactly. They're like this is what you should think. We're going to tell you how you should think mm-hmm. and how you should watch this and how you should. It's like and the uh, rules honestly didn't make perfect sense to me even by the end i don't i think yeah there's a lot of kind of it it always is tricky trying to explain uh what that element or whatever you know it's always tricky trying to explain that in movies some movies do it really well some don't obviously um but i'll just say that i like the premise and everything i love um it's yeah once you get into like the actual meat of it and start explaining it that's when it falls apart right like the beginning of this movie I was like, oh, we're here we go. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I had some the annihilation beginning. vibes. Yeah. yeah I was definitely. like, turn me up. Yeah, I love the beginning. Like that literal first scene. Oh my god. With the was, desert and yes. everything was so oh, oh, my, yeah, oh I'm so in. good. Yeah, that uh, couple, like for, boom, perfect intro. The music was amazing. Uh I do think the cinema the cinematography is amazing in this. Like there's yeah, a, it's really a good. lot of great shots and yeah, just how he handles it and loved all that stuff. Um yeah, it's it's really once they get into, it's like when they split up. It's I didn't understand why they spent like they got into this fight, right? But it's yeah, that's stupid. They spent too. so much time apart, and it's like, well, yeah. I kind of like them together, and yeah, you know, yeah, this buddy. It was weird. Movies. I'm like, you guys have known each other like this long, and know? yeah, one and one bullshit little, yeah, fight's like break that. No, that's over. You know, like yeah, it was pretty weak. Yeah, it's just I think I just the writing is that's what it comes down to. A lot of it is just um, not not a strong uh, screenplay you know the story is interesting the story is good but how they portray it in in the movie is just that's what really weakens it um the effects too are not like top tier but i i think it fits in this uh movie for the most part like that that kind of feel of you know not like the top top tier but very mid right there yeah, yeah like it's passable it's not bad but you can tell it's not amazing. Like, I don't know. We, let's get into spoilers now. Because um, I want to talk about Anthony Mackie and what he actually does. And, I mean, we've avoided it for a while. So, spoilers for Synchronic from here on out. The actual... What the actual pill does, quote-unquote, is causes you to time travel. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is... 
based on your pineal gland. And they, I'm yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, wait. Well, so I weird. thought it was going to be like a cooler concept where like they thought they were time traveling because it's a I drug. They were doing something else though. Like they were just visualizing I mean, and that's kind of what it led you to with yeah. them, him falling down in, in the elevator yeah. shaft and stuff. I'm like, oh, I see. They think they're doing that. But he, at, he was falling in that and he then he fell in real life. Right. And then it just kind of was not that yeah. at all. I feel like and it then just they completely actually were time traveling. And then it's like, well, you have to be in this spot to get back. And uh, if you, you grab something, it'll anchor you. And then it's just like the effect too, like the dissolve effect. Um, I wasn't like crazy about I get kind of the it's probably the best way to do it, but still wasn't crazy about it. And yeah, just everything with, I don't know, even like the dog too, like him. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. Losing his dog. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. The rules were just kind of like, eh, it's Super whatever flimsy. it needs to be. And yeah. was it, was it, was those rules specific to him? No, that's the thing. It, because the daughter at the end, right? She follows the oh, same yeah. rules. But so, yeah, it kind of broke, breaks itself because you are time traveling. But like we said, they, they're like some people were actually in you know, in the, in the, where they were, like if we're sitting on this couch, they were sitting on the couch the whole time. But with Anthony Mackie, he was like, they were actually, he was in a different place. So like, it didn't really make sense because the guy fell down the elevator shaft and he thought he was exactly, falling which means he had to like, but he walked, which means over he, was, to the elevator shaft. he was still in wherever he was at. That's why versus Anthony Mackie was yeah. actually gone. Like he yeah. wasn't there. That's why I didn't confuse. That's what I thought one of the rules was. Yeah, when you're plot. there, think about that plot hole you're like a huge plot hole. Yeah, that's what I thought. You're like physically still in the real world, but you're seeing that past or wherever in time you're looking. So that's why he accidentally fell down the elevator shaft. Because how else would he have fallen down the elevator? Yeah, I mean he was like he was like tripping balls basically. Yeah, but he's not actually but, there, right? Well. That's what I'm saying is Anthony Mackie. And like you can't explain it by like he came back and like where he came back he was a he was in the shaft so he just fell because there was nothing yeah. below him. But you have to be in the same spot when you come back, so he would have been in the bed. And why was he smiling? Because <laughs> oh oh yeah, who knows? I don't know. Like that. That's what. Well, that was that's what, what kind of broke was part it for of the me. Great yeah. setup though was he was smiling. I was like, oh man, this drug is like yeah, that, up. exactly. It's like gonna be something crazy. But and when then, it finally came, it was yeah. just so anticlimactic when the actual. When you actually get told what is happening, I'm just like, oh. That's why I was confused yeah. if it, wasn't it was like enough. <laughs> specific to his now, character. There maybe it's something that saves it. So they said only children or like young people actually travel and everyone else just sees it. Oh, right? they said that? Because that's why he actually went back in time or he act, because his pineal gland, he had the cancer. So his was still like a teenager. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I he actually could teleport. Oh, that's Maybe true. those people, that couple in the beginning weren't. So but he actually was still the in. People, the couples and even the older people that are taking it, they get, they actually get hurt by, there's a sword. There's the snake bite. So if they're not actually traveling, yeah. how is that happening? I don't know. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> breaks it. Yeah, I told you that was my main. I'm just like, <laughs> wait, it just seemed like the rules completely changed after he figured out what the rules were. Yeah, than it was in the beginning, which seemed way more interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, and the rules was kind of fit. Yeah, could were convenient for yeah, him. exactly. Which it just kind of yeah. Yeah, and sounds I, like we're shitting. I didn't. That, but we're, yeah, no, it was. I didn't really get why he had to take two sometimes or like he had to take one while he was in the other world. Yeah. Then to get back. Yeah. 
which kind of confused me. And then, yeah, it was just like, it's like they kept changing the rules a little bit because it needed to fit whatever was happening in that specific yeah. circumstance. And then why could they see him at the end? See him. Oh, did, it was a callback to when he saw, well, like, I don't know. I can't explain it, but it was the same visual that like hit the dog. Like he, he came yeah, back to the present and then he saw but the why? dog and then it faded <laughs> Only away. Only the dog and. Well, I don't know why, but. <laughs> See, that was just a weird thing. That I don't I'm like, why can he see the dog? He comes back from the deep south, or, well, I guess he's in the same place. Uh, he comes back from whatever time period it is without the dog, and then he re- realized that he lost him or whatever. He looks out the window, and the dog's, like, sitting in the yard, but oh. it's, like, fading. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, Anthony Mackie's oh, sitting yeah, on yeah, the yeah, rock, yeah, yeah. but they see him, but he's, like, fading. And he grabs the hand, right? He shakes his hand. Yes. Because I thought was they late. was about. I thought they were about to shake hands and he was about to come back. Me too. I like thought that would him. pull him and anchor yeah. him into the world again. Yeah, because they but had that whole setup of. Like, I know, but it didn't. So I'm like, okay, because he was late, and I was confused. I mean, I'm fine with him not coming. No, back no, forever, yeah, it would have been kind of cheesy. I think it would have been worse if he did come back. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. I started saying I'm fine with it, but I thought that was that. Me too. And I actually thought with the dog, it was going to be like a fucked up thing that happened. I thought it was going to splice Like him. only its head came back or something. Oh, yeah. I thought like they could have done that. I would have been like, oh, but That's no, but just got yeah. stuck there. But the leash still came back. Yeah, but the leash was like like ripped. Exactly. Up, Why was off? the leash ripped? But then the dog's perfectly fine <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah, I wanted it to like splice him kind of like. Something. Like then it make it like scary. Like if you don't get back, yeah. if you're not. Whatever the rule was for that. Don't be, I just, you have to be within eight, seven, eight minutes. You have to be back to where you were. Yeah. He has a time, like, yeah. Like the dog would have had to been on the couch in order to come back. Yeah. I don't know. I just, but it was supposed to be an ink. I don't know. And then like the whole, um, where he's sitting on the, the chair and that's where you kind of find out what the anchors are. But like he just grabs the chair and he can come back. Yeah, that confused me. But too. then the dog, like he grabbed the That's dog. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the rules just whatever it needed to be. So here's another thing. How far is that one girl's house from the park in that rock? Must be pretty far because you see the city in the background. It must be right next door because True. she takes Synchronic on the roof. You see the packet, open drug packet, in that chair. And she says, oh, she must have wandered off. But if she took it there... She would have disappeared right there. She would have... Or within... How long does it take to activate? Two minutes or something like that, I think he says? It says something, yeah. So she would have had to walk all the way to the park where he, where that space, the rock space, is what teleports them to that exact time. So she would have had to go from the chair to the rock within but the time before she actually time traveled. And why was always spelled wrong? It had two L's. Where? I didn't know if there was a reason for that. Is that always in the rock? That That's actually interesting because there was another one. I'm like, that? is there like a secret meaning to it? I know, like the horse, it? when they played the game of horse, he's like, let's play horse without, without the e. e. I'm like. Why? <laughs> I know. I was. I was. I, so I thought. I'm like nobody does that. So there must because you could play pig, you know, or how home or something. I don't Pigs. know. It could be any word. Any word yeah. yeah. I'm like why? I thought I was trying to wait and it never paid off. So I'm like, oh, he just they just play horse without an e. That relationship. Uh, I thought it was dumb too. I thought it was the two words all like always. Yeah, but I what does that, that mean? Meant, I don't know. I'm, so I'm trying to remember, <laughs> but 
Yeah, that's what I took from it. I would. I didn't was, know if you it wasn't always. It was, always, it was no. Always. There was like a couple things like that. I'm like, oh, this must mean something. So I took a note on it. I was waiting for it to pay off, but it just like who does someone start with the E? It's like an E. Yeah. Something. What is horse without an E even? I don't do? know. Like what? That's one more shot. I don't. They just wanted a shorter game on horse. I don't know. You play pig and then you have yeah, three exactly. letters. <laughs> you could play pig twice. If yeah. you want. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it meant something, and I don't know. clearly no. it didn't. Is there any chance that this was spliced up and kind of made unrecognizable by studios or some kind of studio? Because this is their biggest production. It has two stars in it, you could say, you know, and they would want it to be successful. So, like, the other ones are such indie projects that kind of feels like they could just do whatever. And, I mean, it's just... I have no proof or, or any evidence to back this up, but you know, it just feels like maybe there were things that had explanations in them. Maybe they shot or maybe they had planned out and like maybe it was too uh, cerebral yeah. or too confusing, too high concept. Yeah. Like, cause it, I, I it mean, it seems like these guys like are smart cut, guys yeah. and this doesn't feel like their exactly. originality, especially if it you've feels seen much the endless, lesser. if you've seen the endless, you, or spring, I mean, spring oh, I is very spring, good too. But you just know these guys are very, very high concept. Like, and I feel like maybe the studio might have cut some stuff out of it, try to make it simpler. Yeah, to make it kind of like more accessible, basic time travel yeah. movie that everybody can understand instead of something that they envisioned. I mean, that's like again, they no could, proof yeah, or evidence know. for yeah. that, but it kind of feels like that. So, um. I know it does sound like we're shitting on it a lot, but we say all the time it's easier to talk about the bad stuff than the good stuff. Uh, again, I really just like the tone that the movie sets, um, except for sometimes when Anthony Mackie tries to force comedy and yeah. like some of the lines are a little cringy. Um, but yeah, the music and the shots and the music look of it good, is yeah. all great. And I, it sets that great thriller sci-fi feel yes, that we the love. The feeling was amazing. Yeah, right? it just... Yeah, just the concept and some of the stuff. Again, great premise, and it's not like all bad. There's you know there's interesting things in there still, but yeah, not uh, not as good as Endless or I mean a lot of other sci-fi movies. A good and, try. Yeah, I still see anything that they do. Yeah. Still excited. Yeah, for the no, because I, like I, I lot, again yeah. it yeah like you're saying there's so many good things I. That's what I just wanted to do. This could have been a movie that would have been like so They could do good. like a really good adaptation of something too. Maybe not original. Like a a really well-known IP that hasn't gotten the treatment that it deserves. Like hand it over to them. See what they can do. Yeah. This was also number one on Netflix for a minute. So that's good for them. You know, maybe they'll get a, a budget behind them. Yeah, for sure. Them. I mean, it's still getting really favorable reviews. And again, we like it. It's just not... It's it's not uh, the endless. <laughs> yeah, it's not living up to the premise. Yeah, the, the the delivery is different than the the setup. So, anything else to say on Synchronic? Still worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. It's pretty short too. I think uh, hour, yeah, hour forty, 40 some. Yep. You're not gonna be. Not gonna be uh, falling asleep. And you were, yeah, it, you I don't think. it wasn't boring by any means. Yeah, I was always very um, well. engaged. Yeah, so it's a plus. Still a so- very solid movie. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, get into some star ratings. What are you gonna say out of five stars for Synchronic? I give it a three. 
I also gave it a three. I also gave it a three. Whoa. <laughs> we, we agreed got, on all we agreed. movies. <laughs> I have both movies. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Does it happen too often? <clears throat> yep. Every blue once in a blue moon. Our cycles have lined up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Finally happened. They can right. hang out together. Their cycles will start matching up. We're going to do uh, what else we've been watching. Are you, uh, do you guys have anything? I have one. I lost a bet. Or I lost the challenge. Oh, of the okay. Oscars. Well, this isn't even what else we've been watching. This is this is the this bet. Is, yeah, this is the bet. So, so if you listen to last episode, yep. we said that uh, Josh lost, or we no, we said whoever loses. We haven't talked about the Oscars either. You want to do a little Oscar talk? We do Hashtag actually. mission redemption was. Uh, so you went from last place to second place. Uh, <laughs> went from third to second. I got as many right as Kyle did. Yep. So the Oscars were last week. Um, and it was pretty uneventful. I didn't really like the ceremony that much. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was. Yeah. I I don't know. They need to figure something out. Like I, I thought last year, just like in comparison, is so night and day. Like last year's ceremony was amazing. And yeah, it loses ratings every year. But like last year, just look at the movies last year and even the acceptance speeches, like everything was just it just felt so much it felt more weird, like yeah. weighty. And yeah, like this year literally felt like, I don't know, just some feels like they threw it together. And we're like, yeah, thrown together. Like <laughs> these awards don't matter. And I mean, I always the say stage was all the time. Horrible. The Oscars don't matter, but it really felt like that this year. Yeah. The stage felt like it was like in a cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, man. Just. <laughs> and it was um, t- apparently it was produced by Soderbergh, which was weird. Like they said they wanted to make it feel like a movie. And I don't know. It didn't get it that did at not. all. Yeah. Come across that it way. did not. So I guess that's. Is it p- the weird cuts to do different places? Well, I that's mean, potentially there was, like, why they. Film sh- too. Yep. The, it was a wider lens or not lenses. Uh, bigger film um, or a different aspect ratio. Uh, they changed the order to give it some kind of like. Not storyline, but yeah, the I order guess. was horrible. Yeah. yeah, and then the introductions too. They don't. They didn't have any movie clips. Um, like the introductions to everybody was like the nominees mm. weren't movie clips. They were talking basically about just them, talking yeah. about them, which was interesting. Like to find out some stuff, but like they did that for every person. Felt very repetitive. Um, just to like make it longer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was weird. Um, and then yeah, changing the order, you know. Obviously, respect Especially to Chadwick Boseman and stuff, but yeah. best picture, it's it's the main os like that's the award to win. And Everyone it should be last. Yeah. You, it's the number one award of the show. And then when you don't know who's gonna win, sure, you can be the front runner the whole fucking year, all of campaign season, whatever. You can be the front runner. That doesn't mean you're necessarily gonna win. We found that out, and it was such a like just a weird ending when they're like that made it even oh, it more was weird. Anthony Hopkins, okay, yeah, and they're the like end. Anthony Hopkins. It's like see okay, you if later. they were gonna do that, why, why then? Like it made no even less sense then, right? Yeah, they they like, said but they didn't know. The, apparently, they ne- they they don't know. The producers don't know. Nobody knows who the winners are until they. So open they did that, that maybe anticipating that Bozeman would. They did that exactly. That's why they did it. They had such yeah, confidence I, that he was going to win. They changed the order of presentees or uh, winners. It was a surprise. A good surprise, though. The only surprise, really. Yeah, I got, That's why much. I got the first 15 in a row. Know. And then you only got two. I think Actress was an upset, too, because Carrie Mulligan and 
Viola Davis were supposed to be the front runners and Francis wasn't even in the top two. They might have split the votes and she might have taken the award home because of that. And that she deserved it. Mm. I mean, Maybe. N- n- out of those three, no, n- none of them were like, whoa. Carrie Mulligan was yeah. probably the best. I think it was okay. I think and that movie was think overrated. Why is Viola? Yeah, the movie as a whole, but just it, the award is for their performance. Yeah. And her performance was the most, yeah. probably required the most from her. Davis and she was amazing. That She was like the best part of that movie. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, she was good. She was good too. I mean, that's why they were in the lead. But yeah. they might have. But then like you got Frances McDormand. <laughs> she won because of the bush. Yeah, she won because she showed bush. <laughs> uh, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did I miss something? That's what a, is the that's an inside joke? You wouldn't get yeah. it. Oh, you weren't on the review, so <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Oscars happened. We did our annual bet. Um. Josh lost, so he had to watch Bobbleheads, the movie. Bobbleheads, the movie. Sorry, Bobbleheads, the movie. Title. So, Josh, take it away. How was Bobbleheads? I will take it away. The movie. The movie. Sorry. So, Bobbleheads. The movie. Directed by, <laughs> the movie. Directed by Kirk Wise, who directed Beauty and the Beast and Hunchback in Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Like the original. Wait, seriously? The original. Yes, Kirk Wise directed both of those originals. Whoa! Wow. Him and um. Gary Truesdale. Sure. Um, those two directed both of the originals. So surprising to see that when I looked it up. Um, I'm going to preface this with saying that this movie is not good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it is better than it getting the ratings are. Or not better than the ratings. It's better than I thought it would be. It's not the worst movie it's I've currently ever seen. It's at a 1.5. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, nor is he. I don't even think it's close to the worst movie I've ever seen. Dougal, it made me think of Dougal. That movie is fucking terrible. Dougal, that I've movie's worse. That. Dougal's worse than this movie. Pretty sure I've seen Dougal. Yeah, we saw it in theater. Yeah, we that's fell right. asleep almost. <laughs> <laughs> movie was fucking horrible. Anyway, um, this movie's yeah, like I said, not good. Very very corny, cringy comedy. But I did laugh once. <laughs> that surprised me i didn't expect to laugh at all but i watched the whole movie didn't didn't get up didn't touch my phone did the <laughs> challenge watched it from start to finish and i can say that i didn't hate it so why do you think it was why is it i just so think hated? it's i don't i don't know honestly i don't think it warrants that much hate it's not like a, a good movie of, at all it's yeah. not a good movie but i don't think it warrants like saying it's the worst movie ever because it's not even close to the worst movie ever so I don't know why it's That's getting Lequisha. that. Lequisha. Yeah, Laquisha, I guarantee Lequisha. is worse than this. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can guarantee that. That is the worst movie I ever. Mean, the made. animation was. It just, this felt like, like, um, a cartoon show that just lasted an hour and a half. Like it felt like a TV episode of a cartoon. Like, like a children's cartoon. Yeah, literally. Like, and then everything was just. It was just you know like. This happened, and then this happened, and then this. You know, like what everything is was just the premise? So yeah, what? <laughs> like, what is it about? What are they trying to do? Um, Why are so, they bobbleheads? So the the bobbleheads are alive. There's four of them. Well, three of them originally. So it's Toy Story. 
kind of exactly yeah they no that toy story do you remember okay do you remember toy story what well, the game the video game that we used to play was it toy story like like you know you rode the you rode the car and the you know like you took advantage of the being a toy it kind of felt like that like it felt like <laughs> small soldiers <laughs> it felt like yeah like it was going for that kind of like when the all the owners are gone so the toys come to life okay you know kind of yeah. so like that's the thing the the um mom and dad the are like uh toy creators so they like make like toys and they like are like famous for it that's their like job and bobbleheads so they, they they collected bobbleheads well they're the main the guy the dad's parents collected bobbleheads and then that's how the I don't know that's how the bobbleheads <laughs> I'm like, that's how confused. they got the bobblehead so it, it just none of it matters it doesn't fucking matter anyway they go on vacation they leave so the bobbleheads are like you know free reign free reign and then his brother comes and is the main, not the main character, but the dad's brother comes and his wife come over to like surprise him. Just like give him, he wants to give him a bobblehead, but he wants to trade it with this cat bobblehead. That's worth a lot of fucking money. I guess he's like a collectible. They thought he was super generic, but he was worth a hundred grand or something. <laughs> so they were going to give the brother was going to give it, Give him the a bobblehead of a baseball player that he loves, uh-huh. named Deuce. He was gonna give him that to trade for the cat because the cat was just generic. He was gonna try and trick him. Oh, okay. And say, "Well, I'll trade you. I'll let me get the cat and then make money off the cat because he knew that he would love the Deuce bobblehead because he had like a poster of him or whatever." So that so they come and then the bobbleheads are like basically trying to get them to leave the whole time because they're trying to steal so like cat. home alone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so like it doesn't, that's literally the movie. Like, <laughs> so the whole time the bobbleheads are like doing things to try and get rid of the brother who was Luke Wilson, who it was fucking horrible. I don't know why they picked Luke Wilson, a B why they gave him this horrible country accent. He was like this hillbilly redneck and like his brother was like very like t- put together and like I don't know why they decided to do I'm it. I'm just wondering like someone who collects something usually knows the value of that collectible. So if they're collecting bobbleheads when he know he that did, the one he has is worth a lot of money. He did before they sold it all and then he only kept well he got these bobbleheads for like significant events. So like one bobblehead he got when his daughter was born, another bobblehead he got when his parents died. Some they all meant something. So there was like only three of them, mm-hmm. and they all meant something. And then um, the one was Brenda Song, who that she was pretty bad. Like just the the way that they wrote her character was like very corny and like she just said like weird shit that you're like, oh my goodness, he's trying to be like modern like today so they would say things that were like like i don't know they're like that's lit yeah shit like that (laughs) like just corny like trying to be hip and in the now and it just didn't work um and then like the cat was like 
English. And he was like, I don't know. Fucking weird. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. And it wasn't as bad as I think everyone says it is. Um, it is bad, though. I just don't. It's definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen, like I said. Um, let me <laughs> let me bring up my notes because I wrote some funny ones down. Cause While you're like, doing that, um, I do have a question just on how the animation is because this movie is produced by the same people that made Food Fight. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Food Fight, but it's notoriously one of the worst animated movies ever made, if not the worst animated movie ever the made. The animation is very bad. And same studio that also brought you Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. They've literally only made... Four feature films. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Kombat. Annihilation, <laughs> Bobbleheads, and, food, and fight. food Fight. The rest of them are like straight to like Nickelodeon, like Bionicle and Lego. Oh my God. So. <laughs> they probably went bankrupt after Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, a line in there that was horrible. He said, you could be an internet influxer. And she goes, dad, it's called an internet influxer influencer <laughs> that's what they said in the thing that's what i mean by like them trying to be hip and now and then the cat's name was purbles mccat mm-hmm. per and then the dog there was a dog there and its name was dumpster dumpster <laughs> they called him dumpy oh wow you know it's it's a bad movie it's, it's a bad movie but but you loved it loved it <laughs> no, no, it just wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I yeah, thought it I know would mean. have been. Like I thought this was gonna be one of the worst movies I ever seen. It is, <laughs> but it's not. Like I said, it's not the worst movie I ever seen. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't completely hate every second I watched. It could be like some kind of um, expectation too of like, oh, this is gonna be so bad that it's good, or like so bad that it's watchable, mm-hmm. and like you're saying that it's not that bad. So maybe that makes people hate it more. They're like. This wasn't bad enough to to enjoy watching it or to laugh at it, but it's not even close to being good, which makes it like worse for them. Yeah. So no. their enjoyability of watching it is at a half star rather than like the quality. Right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it's it's still a bad movie. It's a bad, bad animation, bad <laughs> everything. But like I said, it I didn't completely hate every second that I watched of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, um, well, then we need to pick a worse movie next year. I know we fucked up. Well, that this was getting like saying this is the worst movie ever. Ever, like, it's true. I mean, we tried. Like, we tried getting. It's not like yeah. It's not like we didn't. You know, we picked a mediocre movie. We picked a mo- based on ratings, one of the worst. I mean, it has zero. Well, there's three critic reviews, but it has doesn't even have enough critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes to get a score. The audience score is twenty five percent. The IMDb is three. The letterbox is a 1.5. Like all signs point to this being so so bad. And I'm I'm just confused as to why this doesn't like how this doesn't have like no one's watched it because it's not like yeah exactly like there's like, some bigger names. <laughs> attached, I mean the director Luke Wilson. I mean yeah. Brenda Song, uh, shares I mean, like, in it. Yeah, like uh, the well, who's the uh, main girl? The woman Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Like, she's she's not it. huge, but you know a a well known name. The director of two huge Disney Renaissance movies. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know wh- why there's only 160 ratings on IMDb. That's insane, especially because it's on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. So it's not there's accessibility. You don't you know like I don't know how this is came out during quarantine, right? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, it needs to. Well, it has a reputation already, but it needs to like get into the public eye somehow. Yeah, and then I people don't. will hate watch it. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, like I said, wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Cool. Um. That's it for us. We uh, uh, one, uh we've been watching Guillermo one, del Toro films, uh, getting ready for the uh, next uh, premium. Uh, one star. Oh yeah, rating out of five. One star. Not a half star. Not a half star movie. Better than Loquisha. Loquisha was a half star, right? Just confirm. Better than Artemis Fowl. Because I can't do a zero. Because <laughs> you can't do zero. All right. Better than Artemis Fowl. Okay, so that's it for us. Uh, like I said, we have been watching some Guillermo del Toro films, getting ready for that next premium. So hopefully we can get that recorded soon. Kyle and I have guys. been watching Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, when I say we, I mean Josh and I. Because the guy that picked the premium hasn't, hasn't watched, watched one any. yet. <laughs> and I will be gone uh, next weekend. I will be in Florida. So Florida. Uh, we can either record remotely or you guys can do it without me. We uh, will talk about it, but... First episode, Kyle's nine. That will be That's one of the next first, week. I don't think, right? I don't think there's any. Um, we had one to get. We I don't think there's them. any like huge ones. Did we? Let me pull up the schedule. There is one. Uh, there's one out for sure that I think that I want to see. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do a feature. If you, that's the only feature that you want to do, it is. Where am I looking at? May. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Monster, your boy. Uh, and then there's two others. Uh, Wrath of Man also is going to be out. And then also out is Here Today and The Human Factor. And we got a bunch of stuff coming to VOD and streaming as well. But uh, Monster sounds pretty interesting. And um, that would be my that would be my pick, I guess, for, for the feature. Wrath of Man will probably be bigger. So I don't know. Maybe we'll do a double bill again. They sound good to me. Okay, so we'll talk about it. Uh, that's what we're thinking, though. All right, if you want to send a question or a comment, uh, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. You can find our premium episodes on Bandcamp. That's sudsandcinema.bandcamp.com for a minimum donation of $1 each, which I finally figured out how to put them <laughs> behind a paywall. You've been listening for free this whole time. Yeah. Good for you, but... Sons of bitches. <laughs> Uh, thank you to anybody that's donated, even though they were available for free. Uh, <laughs> for we free. do have a few donations. Um, so thanks for that. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.